0: Hello and welcome, I'm George Baldwin and I'm excited to announce our new podcast, Keeping It Real Estate. In this podcast, we will be talking in depth about the property world, interviewing local people, giving you an insight into people's property journey, current issues and what the future holds. I hope you enjoy listening. I'd like to welcome my next guest, who is uh,
1: Max Wilkinson. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, please. Hi, George. Lovely to be here. Max Wilkinson. I'm the Cheltenham Liberal Democrats Parliamentary Candidate, and I'm a local councillor here too.
0: Yeah. so well, thanks for, for joining. I think it's going to be a good insight to see uh, what you're about, who you are, a little bit about what we were just sort of discussing on this podcast. So Uh, that's sort of getting to it as well. So obviously, you mentioned that you're uh, a Liberal Democrat uh, candidate. Um, How how did you get into that?
1: Well, I've always been someone who likes to get involved in things. And uh, I joined the Liberal Democrats because uh, I'm a Liberal and I wanted to get involved in in campaigning to put Liberal values into action. Um, And once I became a member, I started doing some local campaigning, delivering some leaflets, knocking on people's doors, and I became a councillor. And then later on, I was the parliamentary candidate in, in the last election. Lost fairly narrowly in one of the most marginal seats in the country, mm. um, which is Cheltenham, a big live down conservative uh, marginal seat. So I'm hoping to go one better in the next election. There's a lot of things that really motivate me in politics. Uh, yeah, good. Making sure that we're investing in affordable housing in Cheltenham is, uh, is really important. Um, getting our environmental policies right is another big thing that I've been working on. And at the moment, of course, the thing that everyone's talking about is the cost of living crisis and uh, how. As a town and as a country, we're going to get through that, and I think there's a lot more work to be done um, in Westminster and locally to make sure that people who are struggling uh, get through. Sure. Well,
0: that's um, it's good to sort of obviously touch base on on the, those sort of things. Rooting for you. So good luck. Thank you. Um, I think it's it's you know politics is important because it does affect everybody, doesn't it? Really. Um, you know, and it's good to sort of uh, touch base um with with your sort of passions that you have there that I can see obviously mentioning about that the housing will lead on to that but um environmentally you know and uh the the cost of living so do you want to uh, get a bit more involved in that how, how you how are you planning to sort of set
1: set that up yeah well we've we've already in Cheltenham um, gone a long way down the right route on affordable housing uh, a few years ago uh, a colleague and I took a new policy to the Borough Council for investing uh, in affordable homes in Cheltenham and uh, and now we are investing £180 million uh, in, in new homes and building carbon neutral council houses as well, which is really important. And that energy efficiency agenda is something that is common uh, to the, the public sector mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the private sector sector. Too. So um, this is an issue that landlords will necessarily having to be uh, having to be grappling with in the future because um, if you're looking at um, buildings, particularly, we've got a lot of old housing stock, um, and if we're looking at trying to make sure people have lower energy bills in future, mm-hmm. uh, these are the sorts of things that um, where policies are going to be changing and building regulations are going to be changing, and I think mm-hmm. your customers, um, as landlords and as tenants, will be looking at that and um, working at, um, at what the best thing to do is, including policy is changing at national level. My personal view is that it needs to move a little bit faster in terms of energy efficiency, not least because of the increased price of gas and electricity that we're seeing.
0: Yeah, I think um, uh, there's obviously problems that come with that, for sure. And I think people are being very cautious um, and, and fair enough. You know, it is a time to, to be a little bit cautious. But, you know, you, you touch based on the sort of £180 million investment there. Is, is that uh, how, how would that help? the, the, the Cheltenham market or, or or just is it is it up and down the country? Is it in Gloucestershire? Where's that going to be?
1: The £180 million investment is uh, new houses uh, within Cheltenham borough. Okay. Um, so we've started already building, There's a few dozen houses um, have uh, have already been, uh, been built. The next development which is a really interesting one is happening at 320 Swindon Road mm-hmm. uh, and that will be um, about 24 properties and they'll be to, built to very high energy efficiency standards um, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to uh, make sure that people who move in in there will benefit from that. Right. And in fact, anyone who does move in there will definitely benefit from uh, lower energy bills. And clearly, this is the um, th- these are the people who are qualifying for, for council houses mostly. Although um, there is an interesting mix that we're putting. Um, that we're promoting in Cheltenham. Uh, in my council ward, we managed to make sure that we were redeveloping uh, an old brownfield site at Holy Name Hall. Mm-hmm. We've got eight new homes there that have gone in and uh, I've met the residents and they're really happy with uh, with what's uh, what's been produced.
0: Yeah, good, good, good. I think um, uh, obviously you, you sh- you're showing, you know, that there is passion there for, for, for helping other people. Um, you know, where does that come from? Where does that come from?
1: Mostly my experiences uh, as as a young adult. Um, mm. you know, I'm a geriatric millennial, a little bit older than you, uh, George. <laughs> um, but uh, but I think people from my generation uh, tended to um, have a difficult time. Uh, Clearly, people of our parents' generation had a very different experience with the housing market. Although there were um, there were problems with uh, big uh, rates of inflation in, mm. in the housing market. Mm. And for my generation, if you look back into into the past. Um, you're talking about high interest rates which had a different yeah. impact on people's experience in the housing market but house prices are at the moment as we know are pretty high and Cheltenham being a hugely popular place to live mm. um the, the housing market uh, is still incredibly buoyant and um you, know, you and i know that once a, a house goes on right move probably uh, if it's in a popular area there have been several people to see it already and uh, and things uh, move quickly things move very quickly yeah. things move very quickly mm. and we we've we all experienced that ourselves in trying to either rent or buy houses.
0: I mean, you know, it's, it's a lovely place to live, isn't it? Let's just be truthful. Mm. You know, there isn't a, a, a lot, you know, Cheltenham and Gloucestershire overall has a lot to offer. You know, you look at the, the infrastructure that we've got here, schooling, uh, job opportunities, um, the, the Regency style, you know, it's where people would want to, to, to live anyway. So, you know, I think... Touching based on your your sort of passion and and where that sort of come from. I think the 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 passion is that that really it's a it's a fantastic place to live, Chapman. And and you know that. Uh, And and I think um, you know I think you know in my my opinion, um, I think that's why it causes so much demand. Why it causes all of this. uh, surge in, 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 in any industry. You know, a lot of people, you know, have looked at, um, you know, the, the property market, but there's all, all of other industries as well that's in China. They're, they're also thriving as well. You know, hospitality, I think, through the, through, um, the, the time where they had to, to eat out, I think every everyone was thriving. Um, I think we need, just need to keep encouraging the sort of the government and politics element a little bit more, um and then things will start flowing nicely but you know i get that everybody is slightly worried at the moment interest rates going up cost of living is is hard um you know i if if i was someone now trying to try to give advice and i'm trying to get to that sort of stage with, with you maybe max what would you be giving advice to right now if you were you know would you be keeping your money in your pocket
1: or would you would you be going out would, what would you be doing well, I'm not a financial advisor, George. It's no, I know. Probably unwise for me to start giving people advice on that basis. Um, I suspect that in Cheltenham, uh, the housing market will continue to be um, quite competitive mm. uh, until the point at which you know, clearly the, the cost of living crisis um, hits that bit of the market where people are thinking, well, I'm not able to afford to, to move house. And nobody knows when that's going to hit, really. There are lots of economic projections um, but we'll see what happens over over the next few months. Clearly, by the time we get to October, November time, um, we're forecasting uh, as a country to have thirteen percent in thirteen uh, percent inflation, mm. um, which is going to have a big impact uh, on the housing market. Um, albeit- Do you think
0: also as well locally as well?
1: You know, obviously, you know, we
0: look at that from from you know a, a challenge that is coming. You know how how do we how
1: do we how do we get out the other side? Obviously, Cheltenham's still going to remain a popular place to be, mm-hmm. and I would I would think probably most of Gloucestershire will end up um, remaining a popular place to, to move to. Mm-hmm. Um, how we get out the other side? Uh, I think the government needs to intervene an awful lot more to help people get through uh, the coming months, which are going to be very difficult for an awful lot of people. Mm-hmm. And you know, if there's one uh, sort of anecdote that. Is, that kind of crystallises that problem is the people who previously were donating to food banks who will, over the coming months, be using food banks themselves. Mm. Um, in Cheltenham, we've managed to declare a cost of living emergency, which is a really important thing for us to do, uh, and we're going to be putting another £60,000 into the food bank uh, network. Um, which is going to is going good. to help out, but mm. I think we're we're all thinking that we're going to have to do more. Mm. Um, if we look at what's happening in the coming months as well with energy prices, there'll be people who will feel like they can't uh, afford to put on their uh, central heating in the winter. So we're looking at warm banks and where yeah. people can go and sit in the daytime to make sure that uh, that they stay warm. I met a lady the other day who said that she bought a new piece of equipment. Um, basically an electric blanket for your lap where you can sit right. under that for the day right, uh, okay. and uh and that, that was her solution for the winter uh, yeah i suspect she's not alone
0: yeah i can imagine and i think um you know we, we, we
1: all have natures of,
0: of helping out don't we you know it's, it's in our it's in our dna i think personally isn't it everybody mm-hmm. wants to help help other people be generous be kind mm-hmm. um but uh Let's just hope it doesn't escalate. That's what, what I'm trying to, trying to hopefully come across here. That you know, there, there is it, it's bubbling. Don't get me wrong, but we can we can really not let it escalate too 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 much further. I think well, it'll require the right level
1: of intervention from the government, to, and uh, they need to be willing. They need to be willing to to take the hit. They need to be willing to actually put the burden on the uh, profiteering energy companies rather than the burden on uh, mm. local residents. And at the moment, you're not really hearing that from either of the two. Um, conservative leadership candidates hopefully they will come up with more uh, mm-hmm. whoever wins yeah we I, I, I would ask who do you think but let's not go there
0: <laughs> i think uh i think it would be too controversial wouldn't it i think but um uh yeah i think that's uh, thank you for that for thank you um we're gonna sort of lead on now to to um you know maybe sort of here, sort of looking, touching base on on on, on the local market as well. Um, you know, I think you're you're a, a liberal democrat. Um, do stuff with the, the environment. Is that that's correct, isn't it?
1: Um, yeah, I've right. fought campaigns on the environment, and I was the council's first ever climate emergency cabinet member. Yeah, uh, and what does that? You know, how how do you how, talk a little bit more about it, if that's all right? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, obviously, the nation has set a target of uh, net zero by 2050. Cheltenham's target has been set a little bit sooner than that. And it's important that we set that really ambitious target of of net zero much sooner than 2050 um, to actually get things moving and to get policy changing at the local level. Um, So we've put in place a climate emergency action plan that covers everything from biodiversity through to energy and buildings use and transport as well and public engagement, which is really important. Uh, And we've put in place sustainability. uh, Sorry, we've put in place um, a a climate change SPD, um, a supplementary planning document, uh, which will deal with um, sustainability and climate change through development as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Practical example might be uh, you know if you're renovating a house or you're building a new house. what kind of uh, building regulation standards are, are you going to have to work to? Yeah. Do you replace a gas boiler with a gas boiler again? Mm-hmm. Probably not. The answer is probably you replace it with a, a heat pump instead, yeah. and provided you can get the right level of energy efficiency in the building. Um, if you're building a, a new house or a new office block, do you include solar panels? Well, yeah. you probably should be. Mm. How do you use water as part of the development as well? How do you capture grey water and reuse that yeah. um, to remove some of the strain from the water system? You've got That's to think about
0: these things, haven't you? Exactly right. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a prompt for the development mm. uh, uh, industry. Mm. It's a prompt for, for uh, landlords and for homeowners as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is really important. Uh, and once we start to have those conversations, we'll probably end up with um, a, a sector that works a little bit better, um, both for the people within it, whether it's you know investors, whether it's um, people who are householders, whether it's tenants, yeah. um, and also for the environment too, which is obviously hugely important. And that you know that's in that's the aim in twenty twenty five.
0: You know we'll we'll be looking at that. You know you'll be looking at that, and everybody will be looking at that. Um, we'll always be looking for the next thing. You know, that's ultimately, you know, what the the we. I think personally, the purpose of life is always to to find out what the next thing is and, and developing try and find out. Um, you know, obviously you you touch based on on you know the 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 huge companies they're obviously profiting uh, at the moment that it is causing all of this situation. Um, is there a way out? Is there is there a way out with that, that sort of you know because they're saying that they're going to be investing back into sustainability do you think it's all all a hoax or a lie or or what do you think
1: well I don't think it's a hoax or a lie but mm. what we need to be aware of is that um, large energy companies are making billions of pounds in profit mm-hmm. uh, while the struggling householders are looking at a winter in which they will have to make choices between food and heating yeah, that's and that's not, that's, not, that's not a fair situation for us to be in so um, my view and the view of my party is that we ought to uh, implement a proper windfall tax uh, which would fund the freezing of the energy price cap this winter okay. and so effectively cancelling the energy uh, rise which is due to come in in the next few months um, and then helping people through the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, we're kidding ourselves uh, if we think that um, the energy companies have our best interests uh, at heart. You know, profit profit is not a bad thing, mm. um, but these excessive profits that are being made yeah. um, on the backs of, let's face it, on the backs of poor people and actually lots of struggling um, people in the squeeze middle as well, mm. uh, it's just not right. And yeah, um, society yeah, yeah. needs to make a call on this. And the politicians in charge uh, are the people who are going to um, have to put in place policies that recognise the reality um, rather than just sort of pander to outdated uh, outdated models and and pandering to um conservative party members. And you think
0: acting fast is the, is the solution, or is is it because you know society will you know say that we need to act fast because we're in a, a now
1: kind of world. Yeah, um, we're we're in a now kind of crisis as well. George. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, We're, I guess, we're in a position where we are going to uh, forecast by the Bank of England um, interest rates going up. Um, and also inflation going up massively. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, there's going to be a, a crunch coming this winter. And mm, um, mm. it's all around uh, energy bills. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's quite clear what needs to happen. Uh, and the sooner the people in charge of the country get their head around that, the better. Mm. But, of course, it's not going to go away. And you know, the problem with um, old drafty buildings yeah. um, is it, not going to go away. Uh, and we need to deal with that as a society. Um, mm, we need to make mm. sure that um, people are, are not beholden uh, to uh, energy companies so much in future and the way to get through that uh, is by investing in renewable energy uh, and also making sure that um, people's uh, homes uh, are much more energy efficient. Yeah, you know, yeah, could, yeah, It's very easy to say, well, as Boris Johnson did, we're going to build a new nuclear power station every year, which is obviously pie in the sky stuff. Yeah, um, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it, it reflects <laughs> uh, you know, the views of a politician who wasn't taking his job very seriously. In good reality, point. you need to look mm-hmm. at the energy crisis from a number of different views. Mm-hmm. And one of those viewpoints is the energy efficiency of people's properties. And if we can get that right, yeah. um, it'll be good news for landlords, it'll be good news for tenants, it'll yeah. be good news for householders, uh, and it'll be good news for society and the environment as well. Yeah. Keep positive, everyone. I think that's the, 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 the key
0: message there. Yeah. Keep positive. Things are going gonna to come good. It's just, like you said, we do need to act now. Um, and uh, I think... Uh, it's important. It's important to, to get that message out there wherever wherever it is. Um, yeah, but we
1: can't we can't rely on you know John and Joe Smith in the street to, to solve all the problems. This sure. this is this crisis is something that needs to be dealt with um, at government level. Yeah, okay. No, I I think um, leave it to them. Hey, leave it to them.
0: <laughs> um. So we're going going on to uh you know uh, leading on here to sort of uh, the the million dollar question. Um, You know, where where do you see just see um, the industry in my sort of
1: property world? Where, where do you see that in, in, in the future? Well, I guess again, I'm not an expert in in these sorts of matters, George. But I look at it from a, a sort of a general uh, policy perspective, and if you're looking at um, how uh, the property market in Cheltenham, Gloucestershire, is going to go over the next few years clearly Cheltenham is going to remain a popular place to live. Mm. Um, there is some uncertainty, obviously, that is uh, is inherent in you know, a financial crisis and a cost-of-living crisis that we're in at the moment. Mm. Um, but I can't imagine that Cheltenham is going to become a less attractive place to live. So um, clearly anyone in your industry uh, is going to be in a, a position where you're going to be um, suffering a, you know, or enjoying, mm. in, in your case, excess demand over supply in terms of housing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And do you think it's that you know
0: touching base on that? Do you think we need to to rapidly build?
1: Do you think that's that that's a, that it's a solution or to the problem? I think you've got to, you've got to have it. We have to, well, things have to be built with a structure. you mm. can, I think a, you know a free for all is not a good thing for um for the communities mm-hmm. uh, in and around Cheltenham. Mm-hmm. And what we do need is, is structure to. To planning and development and uh, mm-hmm. and also we need developers um, to step up and do their bit and, and come forward with um, new developments uh, as and when they're needed as part of the local plan uh, and build the right kind of houses you know the, the right size of properties that people want the right levels of energy efficiency mm-hmm. um, with access to green space as well all of these things must be part of the uh, of the mix and um, yeah it must be you know almost like a criteria tick list of,
0: of what people are looking for those sort of things i would say energy efficient is probably was was down there at sort of at the level and now it's probably the number one
1: criteria base before it's higher the, and rising yeah as a result of the obvious things that are happening and we're all seeing it in the news yeah 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 absolutely and the thing is george the when, if we're talking about development of new properties and renovation of old properties, all of the technologies are there. Some of them are under development, but we know roughly what we need to be doing to hit those higher standards. Yeah, uh, And that's the kind of things that we're trying to get to the uh, the, the heart of as part of um, Cheltenham's climate change supplementary planning document. Um, and it, it's there for everyone to see. So um, any of your customers uh, mm. as landlords or, or any developers who are listening to this um, ought to have a look because it's a very clear and manageable guide. It's only a a few dozen pages long yeah so that it's not a sort of it's not war and peace um, but it <laughs> but it is uh, it, and that that makes it much more usable for people.
0: yeah yeah no, that's um that's good yeah i, I appreciate that um we're, we're getting to the end of the, the, the sort of podcast here um uh, and uh, sort of just wanted to 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 uh, finish off here with um what is the best advice you've ever received
1: well, you receive plenty of advice as a politician. Uh, if you knock on the door of someone who doesn't like you, then they'll uh, they'll give you some advice pretty sharply. Um, uh, I think that pro- probably the best advice uh, I've been given is that if you're giving a speech, yeah, or you're doing any kind of public speaking, yeah, no one knows what you're going to say. So even if you've deviated from your script, mm. they won't know. So don't worry about it. Crack on anyway. That's one practical bit of advice um, that that I was given uh, as a politician when I was uh, starting out and getting training. Um, And in a more general sense, it's that you just need to treat other people uh, with respect. Um, And that includes uh, people who you don't agree with and people who are your opponents. Yes. Because the world is a much worse place Mm. When everyone is just kind of shouting at each other on Twitter or social media and being mean, yeah. if you if you kind of readjust yourself to communicate with people in a positive way mm-hmm. and celebrate disagreement, mm-hmm. uh, then we're probably going to be in a position where we can solve the problems that the world faces much more effectively, mm. uh, instead of just having a constant row, you know, in the Daily Mail yeah, yeah. Uh, comments section or the Guardian comments section or the comments section of. Gloucestershire Live. Yeah. Um we need to treat each other with uh, more respect. Be yeah. nicer to each other. Even yeah. if we think the other person is talking absolute nonsense. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean It's I important th- to acknowledge their opinion and, yeah. and try to meet yeah. them where they are. Yeah, definitely. I mean
0: On on occasions, I I have to to admit that that, that I do find the Twitter sort of opinionated sort of world quite funny, I'll be honest with you, but I don't engage. You know, I can laugh out
1: loud. It can be a scary place, George. (laughs) I don't blame you for not engaging.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, I think the the message there, I think, is a really, really important message to sort of leave on, uh, you know, respect yourself, but respect others. And I think that is uh, a really good sort of send off to this podcast because um, it's it it goes a a million miles that 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 in 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 any way shape or form we're all on this earth to 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 find purpose we're all on here to 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 find what we love we're all here to to make connections but if we don't respect them and and, uh, then it's never gonna it's never gonna work and you're right never sort of shout on the daily mail any any bits and bobs um so yeah, good, good sort of uh, a point to sort of leave off on. And is there anything else you, want, you wanted to say, Max? At all? No, thanks for inviting me. It's been a pleasure as always. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you.